0: Do you like suffering or do you just deal with suffering? Real answer. Real answer? Yeah. Real answer, I like to get a bunch of men together. Okay. Men mm-hmm. that are the hardest of the hard. Mm-hmm. And I want to be with these men. And I want to see them suffer. Because mm-hmm. I'm suffering right along with you but I want to see me get through it. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you're made of. Mm-hmm. I want to see like almost like The Mm Colosseum in Rome, Mm -hmm. let's go to the Colosseum. And the only way to see who the baddest is is to suffer. You Mm. can't do it by writing a paper. Mm. So let's go, because why? What I found out through my life was I thought of myself as some weak little kid. And what I found out, and the only message I wanna get across to people is once you change one thing, your mindset. You can attack everything, hmm. and I find it fascinating. I'm fascinated, because I'll be in these moments. I put these guys on some pedestal. Yeah, which people do with you? They do it with me, and they mm-hmm. shouldn't. And I was this guy who was who's looking at these. My like, God, how are you guys? It's amazing. But once I worked my way up there, I said, My God, man, we can all compete. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So. Do I like suffering? I like suffering in the way that is competitive. That brings out the absolute best in me and in everybody else. Mm -hmm. So like I wanna see a man be defeated. Mm -hmm. I wanna see a man get broken. I love these men. Mm -hmm. These men I love, but Mm -hmm. there's very few of them. Mm -hmm. There's very few of them. And there's very few that are willing to go there more than once everything was going well in my life my career was fit shine and gleaming i made a name for myself in the sports world and i had plans to get back onto the battlefield like a navy seal should but sometimes even when you are doing everything right in life storms appear and multiply chaos can and will descend without warning and when not if that happens there won't be anything you can do to stop it if you're fortunate the issues or injuries are relatively minor and when those incidents crop up it's on you to adjust and stay after it if you get injured or other complications arise that prevent you from working on your primary passion refocus your energy elsewhere the activities we pursue tend to be our strengths because it's fun to do what we're great at very few people enjoy working on their weaknesses So if you're a terrific runner with a knee injury that will prevent you from running for 12 weeks, that is a great time to get into yoga, increasing your flexibility and your overall strength, which will make you a better and less injury prone athlete. If you're a guitar player with a broken hand, sit down at the keys and use your one good hand to become a more versatile musician. The point is not to allow a setback to shatter our focus or our detours to dictate our mindset. Always be ready to adjust, recalibrate, and stay after it to become better somehow. The sole reason I work out like I do isn't to prepare for and win ultra races. I don't have an athletic motive at all. It's to prepare my mind for life itself. Life will always be the most grueling endurance sport. And when you train hard, get uncomfortable and callous your mind you will become a more versatile competitor trained to find a way forward no matter what because there will be times when life comes at you like a sledgehammer sometimes life hits you dead in the heart no matter who you are life will present you similar opportunities where you can prove to be uncommon there are people in all walks of life who relish those moments and when I see them, I recognize them immediately because they're usually that mother who's all by himself. It's the suit who's still at the office at midnight while everyone else is at the bar or the badass who hits the gym directly after coming off a 48 hour up. She's the wild and firefighter who is instead of hitting her bedroll, sharp as her chainsaw after working a fire for 24 hours. That mentality is there for all of us. Man, woman, straight, gay, black, white, or purple polka dot. All of us can be the person who flies all day and night only to arrive home to a filthy house and instead of blaming family or roommates, cleans it up right then because they refuse to ignore duties undone. All over the world, amazing human beings like that exist. It doesn't take wearing a uniform. It's not about all the hard schools they graduated from all their patches and medals. It's about wanting it like there's no tomorrow, because there might not be. It's about thinking of everybody else before yourself and developing your own code of ethics that sets you apart from others. One of those ethics is the drive to turn every negative into a positive. And then when shit starts flying, being prepared to lead from the front. For several years, I gave myself a way out. When you were 300 was, pounds or? I was 300 you? pounds, when I was, all up I was 24 years old. I would climb a mountain, I fall back down. I start climbing, I fall back down for the first 24 years of my life. I went to my first hell week, my second hell week, and then my third hell week came in SEAL training, and the CEO, Captain Bowen, looked at me. I'm on crutches, I'm all jacked up. He says, Hey, this is your last time you're gonna go through buds. Zit. I had several stress fractures, I had double pneumonia, I was jacked up, and he gave me a few months to heal. He said, this is your last time going through. I shouldn't even let you go back through. Wow. I started maybe SEAL <clears throat> training with stress fractures. Stress fractures. That's, not hard, to That's hard to finish. Stress <laughs> fractures. Starting the hardest training, arguably <laughs> the hardest training in the world with stress fractures. And this is when I started to not put a cap on the body if the mind is there. Every morning I wake up at 3.30 in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, go to my dive cage, go in there before anybody saw me, I'd get duct tape, and I would tape from my forefoot all the way up to the mid of my calf, and I would put two black socks on. And so I ran not using the pivot. Oh my gosh. And I ran my hip flexors. So for the first 45 minutes to an hour, I was in absolute excruciating pain. But what motivated me through that whole process was the fact that this kid Came from that. I'm in the hardest training in the world, in the worst shape of my entire life. What if I can graduate amongst these studs? Wow. All these guys around me are studs. They're stallions. They're gladiators in my class. They're all healthy. Most of them. They're not broken like this. They may have some, you know, er everybody's sick going to that training. But if I Hmm. can graduate, it would change everything for me. If I can start the hardest training in the world, broken, and graduate. So my mind fed off of that. You are now, from the weakest man, you are now the hardest man to ever live, if you can do this. (laughs) If you can do this. Life is one big mind game. Yeah. And you're playing it with yourself. Is it true? I don't care. It got me through the hardest training, starting out broken. Mm. Where most people quit. I had just started. Wow. And when you take that mindset and you learn to flip that around, that's what made me powerful. And my body followed. And three months later, my stress fractures were healed by running on them. I realized that prejudice is everywhere. There is a piece of it in every person and each and every organization. And if you are the only in any given situation, It's on you to decide how you're going to handle it because you can't make it go away. For years, I used it to fuel me because there's a lot of power in being the only. It forces you to juice your own resources and to believe in yourself in the face of unfair scrutiny. It increases the degree of difficulty, which makes every success that much sweeter. That's why I continually put myself in situations where I knew I would encounter it. I fed off being the only one in a room. I brought the war to people and watched my excellence explode small minds. I didn't sit back and cry about being the only. I took action, said go yourself and used all the prejudice I felt as dynamite to blow up those walls. But that kind of raw material will only get you so far in life. I was so confrontational, I created needless enemies along the way, and I believe that's what limited my access to the top SEAL teams. With my career at a crossroads, I didn't have time to dwell on those mistakes. I had to find higher ground and turn the negative i created into another positive. I didn't just accept land warfare duty. I was the best instructor I could possibly be, and on my own time, I created new opportunities for myself by launching my Ultra Quest which revived my stalled career. Those scars are real. Those scars are proof that you know your past is real. Mm. So they're never gonna go away. I, I own them, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my childhood. I'm proud because without all of these lessons in life, and everybody says this, I mean it. Mm. I mean it, because I was able to look at my childhood and how I grew up as the ultimate training ground for my life someone there has to be some people in this on this planet earth who have my mentality Mm. as gross as it is to some people and as far off as it is and not understood there has to be some people like me on this planet earth has to be some warriors out there that are able to take this mindset and do something with it so that right there once you are able to look at your life and realize that all these bad things are actually the ultimate training ground for what you're going to you know encounter in life you start looking at your past very differently this challenge for the unusual motherfuckers in this world a lot of people think that once they reach a certain level of status respect or success that they've made it in life i'm here to tell you that you always have to find more greatness is not something that if you meet it once it stays with you forever that evaporates like a flash of oil in a hot pan if you truly want to become uncommon amongst the uncommon it will require sustaining greatness for a long period of time it requires staying in constant pursuit and putting out unending effort this may sound appealing but will require everything you have to give and then some believe me This is not for everyone because it will demand singular focus and may upset the balance in your life. That's what it takes to become a true overachiever. And if you are already surrounded by people who are at the top of their game, what are you going to do differently to stand out? It's easy to stand out amongst everyday people and be a big fish in a small pond. It is a much more difficult task when you are a wolf surrounded by wolves. This means not only getting into Wharton Business School, but being ranked number one in your class. It means not just graduating Buzz, but becoming enlisted honor man in Army Ranger School. Then going out and finishing Badwater. Porch the complacency you feel gathering around you, your coworkers and teammates in that rare air. Continue to put obstacles in front of yourself, because that's where you'll find the friction that will help you grow even stronger. Before you know it, you will stand alone.